0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things shall be added, not taken away, not subtracted, added unto you. These things that shall be added unto you, if you go on reading, are material things. Something to eat, something to wear, and so on, the material things of life. Now some people seem to have the idea, and the devil just really uh, put it off on folks and blinded them to truth, that if a person is a Christian, that if a person is a believer, that it's a mark of humility, that it's a mark of godliness for him to be poor.
0: Welcome to Rayma for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his classic teaching, redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You don't want to miss this powerful teaching. Also, later in this program, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, here's Brother Hagin with today's teaching.
1: Now look at 2 Corinthians 8 chapter and the 9th verse. Look at 2 Corinthians. Here Paul's writing to the church at Corinth. Again, Gentile church. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Now, you see, some folks want to spiritualize that. But no, it means just exactly what it says. Well, we became rich spiritually. That's the only way we became rich. No, we became rich every way Jesus didn't become poor spiritually so we could become rich spiritually I mean uh, the only way that Christ became poor was from a material standpoint because he certainly wasn't poor spiritually the spiritually poor could not have raised the dead because if the spiritually poor could raise the dead every one of you'd be doing it (laughs) it would be a common occurrence Amen? The spiritually poor could not have turned the water into wine. If he it could, it'd just be a common occurrence happening every day. The spiritually poor could not have fed 5,000 with a little boy's lunch. The spiritually poor could not have wrought the miracles and the healings that he did. No, he did not become poor spiritually. He became poor materially for us. You see, he was our substitute. Now look at Matthew the 8th chapter, the 20th verse, and you'll see that that's true. Jesus himself said, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. No, we're not to follow in his footsteps and be poverty-stricken because he became poor so that we could be made rich. Paul said writing to the church at Philippi, you remember in Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply half of your need. Well, nearly all of it. Now, no one could expect all their needs to be met, surely. huh? That, that, that's too far-fetched to think that all your needs could be met. No, thank God he said, but my God shall supply all your need. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's the way he does it. Praise God. Now notice. But my God shall supply all your need. Now again, folks are on to spirit. Well, that just means spiritual need. No, he said all your need. And so that would have to include financial and material needs as well as others. Or else it's not all. Besides that. In fact, in this chapter. You can read all of it. I just took the one verse. Paul is talking about financial and material things when he said, but my God shall supply all your need. Amen. Now then again, Jesus himself said in Matthew the sixth chapter and the 33rd verse, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall be taken away from you. I think that's the way some people read that. No, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added, not taken away, not subtracted, added unto you. These things that shall be added unto you, if you go on reading, are material things. Something to eat, something to wear, and so on, the material things of life. Now, some people seem to have the idea, and the devil just really uh, put it off on folks and blinded them to truth, that if a person is a Christian, that if a person is a believer, that it's a mark of humility, that it's a mark of godliness for him to be poor and poverty stricken and not have anything. They seem to have the idea, you know, that it's a mark of humility for you to go through life with the top of your hat out, the soles of your shoes wore out, the seat of your pants worn out, and just barely able to get along. In fact, live on barely get along street, way down at the end of the block right next to Grumble Alley. (laughs) But no, that's not what the Bible teaches. No, that's not my Jesus. That's not my Father. That not what Jesus said look at it again Matthew 6 33 seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things these things as I said was here in the material realm shall be added unto you not taken from you he said they'll be added they'll be added unto you now here's another good one praise God Luke the sixth chapter you're familiar with it Thirty-eighth verse Jesus himself is speaking he said, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Now I realize that this covers the whole spectrum of giving, but it also includes financial giving, doesn't it? Give, and it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, in other words, the same measure that you give, withal it shall be measured to you again. Now, you see, that introduces us to the law of sowing and reaping. After all, in the area of finances, sowing and reaping works just like it does in every other area of life. Paul you remember again writing to the Corinthians in talking about money and offerings and giving said he that soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. Amen. Well somebody said I never have reaped bountifully. Well I know it's because you haven't given bountifully. Well yeah I've sowed bountifully I give a nickel every time I go to church. That yeah, would be funny if it wasn't so pathetic. No, that's not sowing bountifully. Yeah, but I sowed bountifully and I never have reaped bountifully. Now, if you'll repent, God will forgive you for lying. Because if what you said is true, either you're a liar or God's a liar. One of the two. Because God's word, the Bible is God speaking to me. Now, say that out loud. The Bible is God speaking to me. Now, say that again. The Bible is God speaking to me. Well, rather than God said. God said, "He that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. He that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly." Amen. Then, if I claim that I've sown bountifully and I've not reaped bountifully, either I'm a liar or God's a liar. Now, I don't know about you, but the Bible said, "Let God be true and every man a liar." So I'll just say it, just like the Bible said, "You're a liar." <laughs> Amen. That's what the Bible said. You know, the Bible said that. It said, "Let God be true and every man a liar." No, the truth about the matter is though that some folks give and expect God to settle up by next Tuesday God doesn't always settle up on Saturday He doesn't always pay off at the first of every month He doesn't necessarily always settle up the first of every year, but sooner or later Sooner or later paydays coming Glory to God. Payday's coming in this realm and in this area just like it does in every other. See, some people think they get by with wrongdoing a lot of times because, you see, payday didn't show up right away. A month went by and no payday come. Well, I got by with that. I believe I'll do that again. And so they do it again. I'm talking about committing sin. And then they wait 40, 50, 60 days, nothing happened. Well, I got by with that. I'll just make a practice of that. Because, you see, I got by with it. God don't always pay off. But, you see, Paul wrote right here to this same church. Read it to be read throughout the churches. Let's go back here with twenty chapter on. Deuteronomy. Let's go back again to Galatians. You see, we take this text, there, some folks do. I never have. But some folks do. And preach this, you see, to sinners. And, and in a sense, it's true, all right. But right on the other hand, this is the sixth chapter of Galatians, Paul is not writing to sinners. He's not writing to the world. Notice here what he said, Paul, the very first chapter of Galatians, the first verse, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by a man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia churches, plural, not one church, churches of Galatia. This letter was to be sent from church to church and read in all of these churches. So he's not writing to sinners. He's not writing to the world, though indirectly it may apply to them. But look here into this sixth chapter of Galatians and notice the seventh verse. He said, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap now then stop just a moment and realize that that doesn't just apply to wrongdoing that applies to right doing as well doesn't it he's going to reap amen now look at the previous verse and and it'll help you even more look at the sixth verse let him that is taught in the word communicate the word communicate a better word is give give unto him that teacheth in all good things. And so you see, he's really also talking about giving. Let him that is taught in the word communicate or give unto him that teacheth, the teacher of the preacher in all good things. Hallelujah. Why? Don't be deceived. God's not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, glory to God, that shall he also reap. Hallelujah.
0: Can you say amen? amen? That shall he also reap. You're listening to Rhema for today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in this offer is Kenneth e. Hagen's CD entitled The Precious Blood of Jesus, and the book from Ken Hagan, How to Live Worry Free. The last item in this special is Ken Hagan's three CD series entitled Healing Forever Settled. These three great resources are $24.95. That's $12 off the retail price. Call toll-free faith 99 Again, call toll-free faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org.
1: Don't forget, you know, if you live in Oklahoma City, that oh, we yeah. have Rama Bible Church, Oklahoma City. That is 8921 Northwest Expressway. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and if you are in the Tulsa Broken Era area, yeah, yes, Rama Bible Church, ten twenty-five West Kenosha, in Broken, here, era. In broken era, yeah, ten yes. o'clock and six p.m. and at seven p.m. on Wednesday, and all of these services yes. are streamed live. That's right. So wherever you are in the world, if you go to Rama on your computer, you can pick up these services. They're being streamed live. That's right.
0: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at RAMA.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on ReMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.